Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Now, Sonia O'Sullivan needs little introduction to an Irish audience. World champion, Olympic medalist, cross-country champion, marathon winner, pundit, sports writer. And now she's part of another elite group. She's a coach on Ireland's fittest family. Sonia O'Sullivan, good morning to you. Good morning, Miriam. Lovely to talk to you. And listen to me, congrats on the new gig. It sounds great. We'll chat about it in a moment. But on the morning of the Dublin Marathon and the race is underway as we speak, what do you remember of your own Dublin Marathon win in 2000? Um, yes, it was a, a long time ago. Um, I remember it wasn't It wasn't a very nice day. It was um, quite cold and rainy. And um, yeah, it was one of those things that I'm sure lots of people will be thinking this morning when you line up in the start line and you you wonder why did you sign up for this <laughs> it's it's a thought i'm sure that goes through many people's heads you know when you're lined up and you've got 26 miles of road ahead of you and uh, you're wondering how are you possibly going to get to the finish line <laughs> <laughs> but of course you always do sonia so what keeps you going um oh i think you know once it's just that little nervous thought that people have before a race and then once it gets started you know all those fears and worries they just go out the window and you get into that um the zone you know of the enjoyment of the the running and you know that the hardship and the pain of the running is it's all part of it i think you know that's part of the enjoyment um, it's a strange thing, but, um, you know, it's you enjoy the hard work. Wow. Now, listen, your own daughter, of course, Sophie, she's making her own way in athletics. I was often thinking, like, how do you manage now being her mother and also being so knowledgeable about the sport? I mean, does she like hearing your advice? Um, oh, she probably doesn't admit to liking it maybe she doesn't like it at all I don't know <laughs> but um I suppose I just keep you know persisting like like parents do and mothers do is that you know you you figure you'll get through eventually so um yeah so she's been running since she was in primary school and she she started running cross-country races and you know for a very long time she definitely didn't want to hear anything from me no advice nothing and um you know, as you grow up and things change and, you know, then work takes over. It's not just all about your talent and your ability, but you actually do have to work and you have to balance that work. Um, then, you know, she definitely got to a point where she was at a bit of a crossroads of, you know, things were not as easy as they used to be um, and they didn't come as naturally. So then she needed to learn more about training and, you know, the benefits of training. So I tried to help her with that. Um, I actually went and took some advice from a good friend of mine, Marcus O'Sullivan, um, who is a coach mm-hmm. at Villanova University. And I told him the situation and, you know, he explained things to me, wrote it down in a notebook. And I took the notebook to Sophie and I said, look, this is what Marcus says and this is what you got to do. And I just, you know, showed her how to take ownership of her training and to understand what she was doing. And by doing that, then, you know, then she knew she had to work hard. She knew she had to run a lot of miles and she just had to get fit to to get back up to a high level and to be able to compete. Well, it's clearly worked. Your other fabulous daughter, Kira, is she involved in athletics, Sonia? No, Kira is not a runner at all, but um, she was very excited 
when um, Sophie ran the qualifying time for the Olympics. She was straight on the phone wanting to know if she should book her tickets <laughs> to come to Paris next year. Um, so, you know, it's it's great to see that she has that support for her sister. Um, but no, Kira's not very much involved in athletics or sport. She's um, she went to university in Melbourne and um, yeah, she's working down there now. And yeah, she's a bit more academic than than the rest of us. Yeah, wonderful. And where are you living these days, Sonia? I mean, where is home for you now when you're not travelling the world? Um, well, I suppose, yeah, it's a bit all over the place at the moment. Um, I, I, I always feel at home when I'm in Cove. Um, that's probably where I always feel most at home and, you know, look forward to getting back there every year, uh, various times of the year, sometimes Christmas time, um, but definitely in the summertime. And so I have lots of friends there and, you know, it's always good to, you know, see family and to, I suppose you just wear everything, you just know everything and you know people and you just feel most comfortable. Um, but I am at the moment, I'm living in Portland in Oregon uh, and coaching out here. And uh, I hear, I'm here for another few weeks and then I'm going to go to Australia for, for a little bit. Um, but the the benefit of being in Portland is that Sophie is at the University of Washington and it's just three hours up the road. So yeah. it's a bit like, you know, Cork to Dublin. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so it's not bad at all. And we do get to see each other every now and then. Um, and I think it, you know, I think she probably doesn't. Again, another thing she wouldn't admit is she probably enjoys to have a little bit of a break from college and to be able to come and see me as much as I also like to, to go off and see her and, and get the chance to see a couple of her races over the, throughout the year. I know you have a fascinating life. You'll never be bored, Sonia. I also know you follow all the Irish athletes and we did well at the World Championships in Budapest. But what did you think of Kira McGean this year? She broke your mile record and your 1500 metre record. Yeah, I mean, Kira, she's been running phenomenal. I mean, it's amazing the times that she has been running. But, you know, the times, it's a different measure now. And I think the, the standard across the board has improved a lot. Um, I think, you know, what's most impressive with Kira is how she's able to be competitive, you know, with the best athletes in the world. Um, she's been able to win some races on the Diamond League and, you know, came very close to a medal in Budapest, finishing fourth place. So I think the, the times are a bit of a distraction and they're not really comparable to, you know, what times that went before five years ago. The technology has changed a lot um, and athletes are training more specifically uh, for their events. So I think the most important thing is to see athletes compete and to, to get into finals. We saw Rashida Adelecki get to a final this year. Um, and, you know, we just see Irish athletes competing more and progressing further in the rounds. And, you know, the more you see that, then the more athletes that we will have in finals and hopefully um, get a medal one day. Yeah. And you mentioned both Kira and Rashida. I mean, and they're so talented. But you said before, Sonia, that it's the cruelest place to come in a race fourth. So how can an athlete, I suppose, use that as a motivation? How can Kira and Rashida use that as a motivation since they both came fourth in Budapest? Yeah, well, I think, you know, fourth place, it is the hardest place to be. Um, you know, you're you're within touching distance of a medal, but you're not really bringing home any reward. You know, you you see that you're competitive and you're, you're able to be competitive. Oftentimes when you finish fourth, 
you think if I knew I was going to be fourth, I definitely would have got a medal. <laughs> I would have <laughs> pushed that a little bit extra. Um, but, you know, fourth place, I think you don't get a medal, but it makes you feel like you belong and you feel like you really are up there at the pointy end of the field. And it definitely gives a lot of fuel as you go into the winter to train hard and a lot of focus and motivation and determination um, to come out and to, you know, get that medal the, the following year and to put yourself in a position to be ready to, you know, capitalize on the work that you've done and the ability that you have. Because often these races, if you run them again, you know, the top four or five people would still be in the top four or five, but it might be a different order. So you just have to believe that if I run this race again, the result might be different. And, you know, you just have to put yourself in the position to change that result. So interesting. Now, Ireland's fittest family. Anna Geary, of course, is on maternity leave. They needed a replacement coach. So this season, it's you, Nina Carberry, Davy Fitz and Donica O'Callaghan. Now, who is the most competitive of you guys? <laughs> I think we're all we're all competitive in our own ways. Um, yeah. But nobody, nobody likes to show it. You know, you don't want to be seen to be the most competitive. <laughs> you like to quietly sneak up on mm. the others and, mm. um, you know, and, and try and take a win. <laughs> Interesting. And of course, Nina is quiet, but as you say, very determined. But the two lads, Sonia, they never stop. I mean, how did you manage the mind games? Um, yeah, I had a lot of learning to do when I first got there. I didn't know, you know, there was more to it than just <laughs> coaching and advising. And, you know, you always had to be on the lookout for uh, where you could get an advantage and how to, um, yeah, the um, strategies that you had to, to make and take. And, um, yeah, I'm sure I made a, a few mistakes early on. <laughs> learned from those, which is always important. And, uh, yeah, definitely had um, eyes on the back of my head <laughs> after the mm-hmm. first few goes. Did you enjoy it? And, you know, what would you say was the most enjoyable part of that experience if you did enjoy it? Um, I, I did. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I thought It was really great to just meet all the families and to see how determined they were to, you know, be the best they could be, uh, how competitive they were. You know, as a coach, sometimes you want to applaud, you know, all good efforts. But, you know, you definitely met some families who, if they didn't win, they were not happy. <laughs> and it was serious business. It wasn't all fun and games. It was it was pretty intense at times. And uh, you had to deal with a lot of emotions. Um, and, yeah, I mean, sometimes I definitely wanted to get out there and run up the ramp myself <laughs> and finish things off. So... Yeah, you do. You Sometimes you feel like you're a part of the family. So for the few weeks that we were recording, you know, all of a sudden you've got all these new families that you're a part of. Now, I know you can't tell us who does well, but were you lucky with your family? Did you get any Cork families? <laughs> it's Silence. so funny because <laughs> there was some Cork families in there. I don't think I had any. No, I had nobody from Cork. <laughs> it's one of those things like you go through it and you'd have you'd be so focused on one family and then you'd move on to the next one and you'd forget about the one you had last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um no, I have nobody from Cork. Mind your course on But you. there was a there was a good mix. It was yeah. a good mix of families that, you know, from all over the countries and all lots of different sports and different backgrounds. So it was really interesting to see, you know, families who they're sport and fitness and the background they came from and how that brought them together. It, it was really, really good and really interesting. 
a lot of fun. And I know that Fitness for Life, look, it's an important message to you. Always was. You give it out. But for the mere mortal, Sonia, the ones like me who isn't running the marathon this morning are hanging tough on Fitness Family. What's your best advice for the rest of us? Um, I think you have to look at every day and see, you know, there's got to be a window of opportunity, whether it's a half an hour or an hour that you can take to yourself and fill it with some form of exercise and just feel like you're moving. Um, I think an hour is ideal, you know, that you Mm. can escape or get away from whatever you're doing and whether that's going to the gym or going for a run, um, going for a walk. And, you know, even while I'm here in Portland and Oregon, I mean, the weather here is, it's very much like Ireland. I say it's like Ireland plus tax because there is so much rain sometimes. (laughs) And oftentimes you look out the window and it looks really bad outside and there's no motivation to get out there. But then once you convince yourself to go out, it actually is never as bad outside as it is looking out the window. And, um, you know, there's something enjoyable about going out there when the weather is tougher and, um, you know, just getting that fresh air and coming back energised. Well, look, I'd say everyone is going to be heading out now on that advice. Sonia O'Sullivan, it's so lovely to speak to you again. And Ireland's fittest family is back tonight on RT1 television at 6.30. Best of luck, Sonia. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Bye, Sonia. Mind yourself.